The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. The Minister for Tourism and Media Culture has um, announced two reviews into RTE, one of them focusing on matters pertaining to HR, like short-term employment contracts and the use of monies, the other relating to corporate governance within the organisation. The Minister joins us this afternoon. Minister, the, the reviews you uh, have announced, you're hoping they will find out what and when? Yes, so it's a, a commissioning an independent root and branch really examination of RTE and it has two strands as you've outlined there. So one is governance and culture and one is the review of contractor fees, human resources and, and, and other matters. And it's, it's really to, to chart a way forward as well, you know, to, to look what went wrong, you know, what, what are the governance issues there? Um, what are the issues with contracts? What are the issues with um, engaging presenters? Um, the, and engage, you know the, the role of the agent in there. And looking at all those issues that we have seen come to the fore in in the last um, week or two since this story broke, and really want to look to the future then and chart a path forward. Whatever about the the future and whatever about the established practice or culture within the organisation that led to the issue. The core issue was one of hidden payments being made to Ryan Tuberty. And a lot of the data around that, in fact, most of the data around that, we now know. We know that the Director of Content was aware of it. We know that the Assistant Director General was aware of it. We know that the CFO was aware of it. We know that Ryan Tuberty, unless his agent didn't tell him, was aware of it. We know that the Commercial Director structured it. And we know that the Director General and Noel Kelly came up with it between them. What's being done in relation to that in that issue, you're talking about the, the executive board there. Um, my relationship under the legislation is with the chair of, of the board, not the executive board. Um, and the performance of the executive is actually a matter for, for the board. But I, I am meeting the incoming DG, Director General Kevin Backhurst, this um, Friday. Now, it was signalled last week during committee hearings that he is... In, you know, indicating that reconstituting the, the executive, and I'd like to know what exactly does, does that mean? What, what are his actions? Um, I think what he does to, to, to rebuild the trust here um, and show accountability and transparency um, can complement the work that we are doing with our commission. And why have you not asked all of this of the chairperson? Sorry? Why have you not asked all of this of the chairperson? Well, see, the, the chairperson is, it's a, it's a my relationship is with the chair and the board. The executive, um, there's no re- relationship under the le- legislation with me and the executive board. So, but um, you're entirely within your rights as minister to say, chair, I have seen what's going on. The committees have been made clear who is involved. What is now being done in response to that? Well, we, we still have to see more work from, from the committees and I, I, I really feel we don't have all the answers just, just yet. Um, but I, I, I believe that the, the board, you know, have acted swiftly from... You know, she's only in there seven seven months. Um, I think the board acted swiftly when deal with matters when they were brought to their, their attention. And I think there's still a job of, of work underway. We're still waiting for the, the second Grant Thornton report. Um, but at this point, has the chairperson given you any indication as to what the institution intends to do with the people who are either directly complicit or aware of this deal? Well, that's what I'm... I'm hoping to engage with, with Kevin Backhurst on that, the incoming DG, because I think that will be his job uh, of work and that's my engagement with him on Friday will be about that. Is Kevin Backhurst privy and was he part of the setup of the two um, investigations and reviews that you've uh, commenced? No. Why? Um, because this is uh, the government doing an independent uh, examination of, of RTE 
RT themselves have been doing the Grant Thornton reports. I think it's it's important that there's independence here, um, and that, that that's seen to be done and is done, um, and so that that is absolutely crucial. And you know, with my those two parallel reviews, I've, I've put in independent expert advisory groups there, so that governance and culture will be chaired by Neve Brennan, Brennan, and and the. The, the review and contractor fees and human resources will be chaired by Brendan McGinty with, with Patricia King there as, as, as well. But given that Kevin Backers is coming in as DG and is one of the most experienced senior news and current affairs figures in RTE and in the BBC, would it not have been worth putting in a call to say, you're going to be the one dealing with all of this? What would you recommend we do in our reviews? Uh, no, I, I think it's, it's important that there's independence seen there, you know, that, that we are working independently of that. I, I signalled it in, in my meeting with, with, with Shun on that Saturday um, that, that I, we would be doing this as a government. Um, and I think the discussion then will be on, on Friday, this is what we are doing. And can, can you, you know, the, the complementary work that can be done of the DG with ourselves. At all times, I have to respect the independence of RT too in this process. When the DG comes in, what is your expectation and what will be your requirement, maybe too strong a word, but what will you settle for in terms of his action in respect of the executives who have been found to be complicit in this deal? Um, well, that, that's, I, I want to hear that. I'm not going to preempt um, what, what the incoming DG is going to say. I, I want to see what, what the plan is um, in relation to, to the, the lack of, of governance um, that we have seen and that has been revealed the the, this, the the operation of of that barter account um, and 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 want to see how he's going to build up an environment of trust in and a healthy positions? environment. But he he will, he will know too that another decision I've made today as well is that I'm you know I'm using the powers under the act as well to send in a forensic accountant to to look at that barter account and to see if there's any other. Um, off balance sheet accounts as Indeed. well. So and that's w- the first will you thing. accept all of those executives remaining in their positions or positions equal to the ones they currently hold? I'm not going to, to, to comment on, on that because my relationship um, is with the other board um, and I don't think it's appropriate for me in, in, in the, the position that I have to, to, to comment on that except to say you know, that I'm, I'm shocked and appalled at, at the lack of governance and transparency and to say, yes, there, there needs to be accountability. But it's, I have to respect the independence here. Um, but I, I'd like to see what the actions will be. As to your relationship with that board, you mentioned the uh, meeting that you had with Shuni Rahalik. Am I correct in saying that at that meeting, she had already requested the resignation of the Director General and did not inform you of that? Yes, it, I think a, a week earlier she had requested that. But, but you know, she, she rang me when, when that was revealed last week to, to apologise and, and explained that it was to do with due process and individuals' rights um, and that there was, there was an ongoing process there. And I was informed when an action hadn't been completed, which was the suspension. Now, can you explain that, Minister? You talk about transparency. How does it impinge on anybody's rights for the chair of a state body to say to their relevant minister, Minister, just to let you know, three days ago, I requested the resignation of the Director General. Um, well, I suppose that was an action that was, wasn't completed, and I, I do believe, in, in fairness to the chair and the board, they have acted swiftly uh, in relation to this. I, I am speaking regularly to her, and I know she's determined to address the, the corporate governance failings here, 
and, and I respect the, the that there was. The but but the bit that I don't understand, Minister, is uh, how does it impinge on anybody's individual rights to inform the minister that a resignation has been requested? That is a simply a statement of fact of an undertaking that the chairman has committed. Well, there was a disciplinary process under underway there, and I was informed when when there was an actual action completed, which was the suspension. Um, and you don't and think it would have been appropriate for you to have been for informed that the chair had already requested the well, resignation she, she, of the DG? She, she, um, she expressed regret on that and, and apologised and, and I accepted that. But I suppose my, my focus now is on getting to, to, to the bottom of, of everything here in relation to, to the, the governance the, the, or the lack, lack of governance and, and the other issues here that still need, need to be answered. And that's why we announced this uh, root and branch examination. And given the apology that you have received from the chairperson, I assume that henceforth you would expect a greater level of openness? Uh, absolutely, yes. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm, we're in regular engagement through, through, through the, the officials um, and I, I, she will be meeting me with Kevin Backhurst this Friday. Final question then, Minister. The reviews that you have announced, the expectation of, of their completion again? The, the reviews, I, I have to go through the, the, the procurement process there, so um, that, that will take a, a number of weeks. I hope to initi- initiate, my intention is to initiate that process, um, tendering process this week. Um, so it could take until the end of August for that to be in place, and we expect it to take about six months. However, the, the process for the forensic accountant um, should be a little bit faster, and we'd expect the forensic accountant to be, to be in place by, by the end of July. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.